this one's gonna be slap happy because I didn't sleep because we got home so late. Right. Okay, go. Is this thing on? Hello. Is it on? Is it working? Right. Yeah, it's red. Red All means record. Right. Hi. We're here. Can I have a board packet to read through while you you only have one? Yeah, I only put in one. I'm trying to conserve paper. That's good. I'll yeah. just I'll you just, can have that. I'll just be your I'll, backup. I'll start. Like start in the background. Just. All right. Welcome to episode four of Mundelein Minute. This is season two, episode four, and we are discussing the Mundelein Village Board meeting held yesterday, uh, Monday, the 26th of April. It 7 p.m. 7 p.m. till roughly 11.30. I walked in my door at 11.35 to my husband just passed out cold on the couch. I was like, thanks for waiting up, sweetie. That's amazing. Just out cold. Um, I'm a little slap happy. It, it was a, let's be a, honest i'm tired <laughs> i look a mess because i've chased my kid all day we're recording this one later than we typically do so i'll this is what i look like all day all the time because i'm a mom so just momming it up today hair in a ponytail no makeup goldfish shirt on this is my okay. <clears throat> excuse me this is my my work from home outfit for the day shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> and having to get up and and do work in the morning and then uh, do this in the afternoon before that's yeah, weird doing real in the estate afternoon. this evening yeah. yeah, I'm going to go to work after this, too. Yeah. Whew. Never ending. Never ending life. So I'm Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee in the village of Mundelein. This is Kara Lambert. Just weird twitching. I'm Kara Lambert, also a trustee here. And we aim to put out this podcast after meetings and in between meetings, whenever there's relevant information to be shared, we strive to get out communication, to communicate with people about what's happening and And to make it, it. accessible. Correct. Right? Like, why? And break I it down. I feel like I say that every time. I just want to make people understand why we do things. Okay. Um, a little disclaimer. This is my house. There's cats. If you listen to the last episode, there were cats fighting and knocking things over. I think they're napping. Maybe we should do this later. Oh, the cats are the exhausted cats are from their hard morning. <laughs> from this morning when Ooh. I was in meetings and they were doing the same thing. So there's kids upstairs. There's a wife upstairs. There's a bird. Squeaky floors. You get the idea. Also, all of this equipment, the cameras, the microphones, the editing software, the everything that goes along with creating this this podcast video series is mine. I pay for it out of my own pocket. It is not village sponsored. We have no taxpayer dollars involved in the creation of this. I'm just podcast. checking my watch because I guess I got a kid at home and was just seeing what he's he doing. He was sick last week. How's he doing? I think it's allergies because oh. we gave him some like Zyrtec. And the last four or five days, he's been fine. Which I'm like, dude, I thought like four was too young for allergies, but who knows? Time of year. I hear that a lot of people are having allergy issues this year. The wind, maybe. It's been really dry. It's true. It's true. Anyways, let's uh, hop let's in. Let's dive it. in. So the meeting started at seven. Yep. We approved some meeting minutes for the last uh, two board meetings. That's the easy stuff we'll get through. Yeah. Then it went on to recognizing our three outgoing trustees. So trustee Robin Meyer, <clears throat> excuse me, trustee Meyer, trustee Abernathy and trustee Simple are leaving the board at the end of this month. And yeah, their last day is the 30th. Yeah, their last day is the 30th. Pardon me while I just hydrate up. That small little bottle of water you bring. Mm-hmm. And a gallon a day, man. Oh my goodness. And the mayor had proclamations ready, street signs, um, I absolutely loved his joke about a pull sign. Oh my that God. I don't even think night. he, I, no one caught it until you were like, Oh man. <laughs> I, I like was like, whoops. <laughs> who who knew that uh, the mayor had such a great sense of humor. I <laughs> love it. 
So we we spent some time recognizing all the trustees um, that are leaving the board, which is awesome. And I think I added it up. It was something like 45 or 46 years of yeah. experience, Public combined service, experience yeah. on the, the board of trustees, not, not even including... Uh, trustee Simple's work with the village before becoming well, yeah, a trustee. Well, yeah, both Robin and um, Ray sat on the plan commission. Oh, that's true. Right. So, so just just trustee experience. Yeah. It was like forty six years, and and then it occurred to me that when you count up the experience of the current remaining oh, trustees, boy. we are at um, ten years. Yikes! Yeah. New ideas. New, New ideas. ideas. It's okay. Um, but I will say that there was quite a learning curve too yeah yeah um ray almost made me cry yeah during his yeah i mean i was reading the daily herald article today about it and and um russell lasalle wrote it and he was talking about how how ray choked up a bit and yeah because it's been such a big part of his life i he talked about how he was holding his daughter and and she was sitting in the front row yeah that was brutal yeah that that was a, a big moment just to see the length of time that yeah. that he's been sitting in that seat or a seat rather but yeah. yeah yeah so they'll be missed i mean they will be but their knowledge new board new ideas so here we go we're excited right. for may next up we had some introductions we had um some changing leadership in the police department over the last couple of months with our our prior police chief becoming a village administrator then you know that kind of the deputy chief becoming down. the police yep. chief and then <laughs> It, it's worked its way yeah. down or up. Um, either way you want to look at this, that we, we now have some, some new leaders. So we were introduced to Commander Seeley and Sergeant Anderson, um, and they did the, the, the badge pinning ceremony. Uh, from there, we moved on to some liquor license um, and video gaming licenses. Okay. So who's first? First up was Hits. They... Well, and like we talked about, I think in one of our first episodes, these liquor licenses come before us. We, we don't leave liquor licenses hanging out there. If they're out there and somebody wants it, um, we can be forced to provide that additional license. So you'll see us um, add and subtract licenses at a board meeting, and, yeah. and that's done intentionally to, to make so sure that there's that an that, owner assigned to every liquor license basically yeah. within within moments yeah right yep. so we'll create it we'll issue it right then and there or we'll subtract it and lower the number that's available for use in the village yeah so last night we took a liquor license from hits and then gave them a new classification so they had one uh, an a1 license we gave them a vg license which gives them basically the same that an a1 does but with video gaming um, yeah, you saw me vote no on this, and this is my MO. I vote no on gaming all the time, um, and it's because I my belief is that gaming doesn't create a family-friendly facility, doesn't portray the best image of the village, um, so you will always see me vote no on gaming. It's just my thing, and, and I'm I won't the same deviate way. from it. So I, I voted for the VG liquor license. You can have the license. You can serve the alcohol. I did vote no on the next motion, which was an increase to the number of video gaming terminals within the village. And the reason I, I sorry, the reason I, we're both a little out of it. So you're just going to have to be patient with us. I don't think this is any different than the last few. Hey, I feel like <laughs> mentally I'm kind of in a cloud. Um, so I had a conversation at one point with our police chief about gaming and he explained our, to me that our prior police chief, our former police chief yeah. 
about gaming and he explained to me like the detriment that that does to a society and to a family unit and the crimes that go with it and all this stuff. And my mind was like blown by that conversation. And so every time it comes before us in a board meeting, I like hear his voice in my ear, like beep, 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 beep. And so I always am like, you got to vote no. And you know, I, I do, I understand that it's a revenue source for businesses, but we also have to make sure that we're doing the best for the community. So that's that my rationalization. It's, it's, quite easy to go into a gaming establishment and lose your mortgage payment mm-hmm. um, where it's much harder to go into a bar and drink that mortgage payment yeah you know I, I'm yeah I'm not sure of anybody that can drink two thousand dollars worth of alcohol in a night that's not a challenge that's not a challenge thank you for clarifying that but I can definitely tell you that I've seen people blow two thousand dollars in in gambling in a single night so that that concerns me that's that's a, a huge huge loss so i i continue to vote no on additional video gaming terminals um a couple more liquor licenses we decreased liquor licenses for tony cannoli no more limoncello no more limoncello or um de carlo liquors so these are both at the request of the mm-hmm. business next we adopted a retirement savings plan for non-union and management employees within the village so now they're saving one percent of their salary towards a retirement health savings plan Mm -hmm. that was easy enough super easy enough um we recessed into some public hearings well a public hearing to talk about um it's got a funny name of habdab do you know why it's habdab it's initials yeah i think it's all of his kids names yeah it's kids initials i think he he mentioned it at a meeting what two years ago or something um, but also it's really fun to say it is fun to say Habdab <laughs> and Habdab is the property off of Winchester uh, with the mountain of dirt and what do, what do we call it Mount Theo Mount Theo yeah. so my son's name is Theo and every time we go by it he's like mom you know he's four mom what is that and I'm like I never know how to explain it to a four-year-old so I've just started calling it Mount Theo so we'll see if it sticks <laughs> it works Mount Theo you guys so Mount Theo is where uh, companies come and, and drop off clean fill dirt. Yeah, can we highlight that, that it is EPA certified clean fill? So there's Correct. nothing gross going up there. So the, the big dig project that, that's happened in my backyard here in Mundelein, where we've had to re- remove a lot of dirt to put in ginormous pipes underground for the flooding uh, mitigation, a lot of that dirt went, went out there, if not all of it, went to that, that location. And just from, from other areas around mm-hmm. that location is where... Trucking companies bring yeah, clean so fill to Do you to want to talk about land. now or later what this is what the plan is with this? So yeah, the the, the end plan is to create um, a ginormous mountain of dirt packed to eighty five percent and then that land will be donated to the village if they w- wish to accept it. They mm-hmm. don't they're not required to to take title on it. Um, and if not, then it can go to an, another organization or another public entity. There was one in Gray's Lake. There is one in Gray's Lake. It's Allegheny Park. It's on Allegheny. Um, it's a playground and then um, baseball fields. And I think there's like a soccer field mm-hmm. up there. There's like a ton of recreation stuff up there. So um, the goal is it could look like that or it could look like something it could else. Be turned into anything else, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is going to take some time. So the the amount of land that's being annexed in is some 50 something acres yeah there's some complications with you know without getting like too technical here because i'll get lost in the weeds very fast 
there's some technicalities where we have to, where Gray's Lake would have to disconnect some land and then it could get annexed into the, into Mundelein and you need to make sure that all your parcels are touching to annex everything in correctly. So there's a bit of like moving minutia pieces and, and that's why you're seeing it done in piecemeal because Gray's Lake has to allow and then we have to accept. So it comes in like various stages. Um, but the total project is going to be 51 acres. And, and as we start to move, oh boy, directions. Oh boy. That's this is northwest. Northwest. <laughs> We've I, had yeah. this conversation before about Kara's directional challenge. Direction. Yes. Thank God my car has GPS. As you move that way, he'll be able to hopefully in the future add an access point off of Peterson Road. And then, you know, you're not accessing there. He's not accessing his property off of Winchester. So. By allowing this to further expand north and west, you're hopefully mitigating some of the noise, trucks, dirt that the residents in Cambridge are experiencing. Um, but our community development person brought up a good point. You know, if if this was going to be a subdivision, if you were going to build a brand new subdivision, you would have to move just as much dirt and you would have this massive mountain until the subdivision was developed. So although I hear the residents that it's not, ideal for them to hear this if any development were to go there you'd experience the same results of what you're experiencing now so correct it's and, like it's like growing pains basically it is and that that habdab is working with the village and the county to ensure that they're they're keeping up with the terms of the agreement to make sure that the mm -hmm. trucks are cleaned and that they clean the road when things get muddy and dirty that they're out there with the street sweeper and ensuring that it's not just uh, a, a dirty mess yeah. Yeah. but you know, the mayor said last night, if you guys hear anything, let us know. Like, yeah, absolutely. Anyways. Okay. So we've covered the public hearing. So we had to um, go into public hearing to it's, discuss the annexation. It's, it's formality of an annexation agreement. Correct. Basically. And if anybody knows, please leave it in the comments. I don't know how to say the word. And I hear it both ways. Is it annex or, or annex? Annex. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, so l let me know because I, I hear always both say ways. annexed, but yeah. You're right here both ways. Anyways. So next up was trustee reports. We moved into community and economic development. And we brought up a motion from later on. And this was done intentionally here. So the economic development incentive, including tax increment financing guidelines. That is a big fancy name for a TIF policy or rather TIF guidelines, not a policy, just guidelines. And this is a, a document that helps the the village community development group and the board yeah um, evaluate new projects that come into the village within a tiff district and well and how TIF projects TIF because projects, we learned just correct. because you don't build within a tiff that you get a tiff that it's a tiff project right not all projects Lord. in a tiff are tiff projects complicated stuff although they generate tiff they generate tiff but they don't have tiff incentive behind them they don't get Oof, TIF now try to try right. to follow that right exactly so we moved that up. There was number 12 on the agenda. We moved that up to number one and, and passed that. Um, and since that tax increment financing guidelines was in place, then we started voting on the new TIF, TIF number four, which is now our third TIF in the village. I think we'll just start the trend of calling it the Oak Creek TIF. Oak Creek TIF. So the next couple of motions were, were just that, the first three of the, of the agenda after number 12. So number 12, back to number one. And we approved the creation and the ordinances designating TIF number four. And Eric and I are on this negotiating team, so. 
Yeah, we are uh, newly on it. Newly on it. Learning all the things about it. Discussing with the developer, trying to get something cool down there that's not, you know, just run of the mill, something innovative. So keep trying. Yeah. If you're a developer, come talk to us. Come talk to us. We're ready. Um, We approved some variations for parking for Rise Dispensary. They're yeah, doing what's some, going on with that? What did we do there? They're, do, they're doing some construction to, to generate, uh, to create rather, a drive through facility. And in doing so, they are in need of losing some parking spaces. Yeah. They have struggled with parking down there for quite some time. So by ordinance, we have a certain number of parking spots that they have to have. 86. They cannot do that while they're in construction. So this will be temporary, reducing them to like in the... 59 yeah 59 so again not permanent so i saw no i mean yeah no issue correct um the next two were variations uh regarding sorry uh, for a pavilion and the maximum amount of floor area this for is that for pavilion. the house right? yeah this is for a home i that... probably need to just move in there did you see the plans they, they're, they're beautiful yeah they're amazing so so, so these people are creating a outdoor space for entertaining like outdoor oasis. My right, gosh, it with looks an outdoor amazing. kitchen and their plans were larger than the footprint that was allowed by ordinance. They've gone through the planning and zoning process and they came before us and we granted that, that variation. Yeah. Next up was big applications. So the, the business incentive grant allows businesses to receive up to 50% of costs associated with outside. No, it can no, be inside. It's inside it can be stuff anything, too. Anything, yeah. Yeah, anything, anything to in to to better your business. Right. Yeah. And we had a couple of those. One for a sign, uh, two for a sign. Yeah, two for a sign. Two signs, and, and then, then there o was Osalon. There was two associated with that. Yeah. So Osalon is that expanding into eighty three under eighty three? There is that what's going on? Yes. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good. I mean. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So Oslan looks like they're having tentative plans to um, go into where the Snap Fitness used to be. Correct. And uh, they got this in at the right at the end of the fiscal year, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm excited for them. That's great. Um, we skipped over number 12 because we already took care of that. And number 13 was a discussion regarding 169 North Seymour Avenue. Uh, that is the old fire station at the corner of Division and Seymour. Mm-hmm. And we, the village, has been approached by a developer who would like to build a, a brew, t- brew tap, brew house. Brew house? I don't know. I don't drink beer. Yeah. I don't know. A brew, a beer place. Where you get beer, but they're also going to have food. Right across from so. the gas station. I'm sorry, from the fire uh, police station. Yes. They're building a... <laughs> Stop. I haven't been drinking, but they're building a, uh, a brewery. That's the Acro- word there, Yeah, but it's going to have food, too, so it's not just yes, a brewery. I'm, I'm being silly, I don't know. But yeah. Told um, you. It was a long night. We were... <laughs> So a brewery and um, by law, we had to seek alternate proposals just because somebody comes to us and says, hey, I would like that public land. We can't just go, "Okay, well, then let's sell it. We have to actually advertise that that land is available. So it was in the newspaper on Friday. And I didn't write down the dates, uh, but Amanda Orenchuk from Community Development did mention that that. All of these dates were circulated. She said that the deadline was Friday Friday, and no one else and nobody had sought. Um, any alternative proposals for that? I use. feel like this is such a cool spot for a restaurant. Oh my gosh, I love the garage doors. I love it. Yeah. So cool. Um, my friend and I had joked around about, he's like a big beer guy. Zach, are you listening? Um, we had joked about um, 
opening up a, uh, a brewery there too. And we were yeah. like looking into like how the investment and all sorts of things. And it, that's such a, it's just such a cool spot for that. It so is. I'm excited for that. Yeah. That'll it's be... a good spot. Especially on the fourth of the fireworks. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You could take the next one. GMX Mundelein subdivision. Nah, I don't know if I'll take that. No. Uh, I don't know. So I will take this. <laughs> see the video episode two yes right? watch our episode two video we covered what a plat of subdivision is um there was a lot of stuff that went on last night and we're gonna stay away from that because i really don't want to get like in the weeds of what happened ultimately eric and i both chose to take the advice of our village attorney and do the what was legally correct um and that was to vote on this oh i just hit the microphone sorry to vote on this um as a singular entity of a plat of subdivision. And that's what this is. And in my mind, I had to get rid of everything else that, that wasn't pertinent to this motion. And this motion alone was on GMX wanting to combine the plats of their property. The property owners that own it now signed off on it. We did not, the um, our attorney used the term, we did not have discretion. This was a technicality vote. So this wasn't something that was a discretionary vote to us. Correct. And and one of the things that stood out to me last night was that not only was the village's council, we had uh, an attorney present, one on the phone, and then GMX's council was present and they agreed. And, yes. And, and Karen and I were both kind of like, stands out to me. Find me another example where you have three attorneys in a room on opposite sides that reach the same conclusion. Right. That's kind of big. That speaks. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to touch on one of the issues that, that was addressed last night. And Go for it. There, we heard a lot during public commentary about the municipal code and that the this was being treated improperly. And that anybody who comes before the planning and zoning, what we were told is that anybody that comes in front of the You were told by public commentary. By public commentary that anybody who comes in front of planning and zoning, a commission, a board, and who is denied or withdraws after being denied, like if they go to planning and zoning are denied withdrawal before coming to the board, that they still can't come back for a year. And we spent a lot of time talking about that last night. And you can hear the bird up there. It's going off. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. So when discussing this last night, we, we talked to council publicly in the meeting. And one of the questions I asked was about does you know, she had stated about this this is a zoning ordinance and that was being quoted so in further discussions we found out that yes this this does apply for zoning but what they're asking for this plat of consolidation is not a zoning issue it's a subdivision, subdivision issue. issue and in our municipal code title 20 is where the zoning ordinances are and what that process is to get variations and go through the planning and zoning process. I pulled up the state code last night and the state code code has it separated similar to our municipal code where the zoning process is a different clause than the subdivision. subdivision. So the state and the municipal codes align to reflect that. Correct. In our municipal code, it's section 19, or I'm sorry, title 19. And there's individual sections when you go through that. So we were being told in public commentary that the, the rules that we should follow are in, are in Title 20. We're being told by legal counsel that it's Title 19. And 
anything in Title 19 that, that I read through last night had no time frames about how soon an item can be brought back before planning and zoning or before the village board. And that alone, um, it gave me pause when, when it was first brought to us. Yeah. But when I started looking into it, I didn't see that there was the issue that was being brought to me of this is being rushed through the process because um, they had been denied and didn't wait the year that mm -hmm. that that actually just didn't apply in the situation. So ultimately, I've, I voted in favor. The the end use has not been defined. And it and, and it has this vote has nothing to do with the end use. Correct. This this allows them to combine. 30 lots 30 there well there's nine on 176 on one side, alone yeah and so was, maybe it was only 17 or 18 lots i mean a lot that are being combined into oh, one a lot of lots a lot of lots are being combined and combined into one lot what will be built on that lot has yet to be determined and eric will link to the other podcast that we kind of sure, talk about yeah, this and more I'll put but it, like End use wasn't defined. We didn't vote on variances we didn't vote on anything all we were doing is voting on a plat of subdivision so I just last night was a lot correct for a plat consolidation. So let's move on. All right. Moving on residential design guidelines. I was on this for two years. This is your baby. And it came to like me being born last night. It was, it was a big, we actually had a lot of wrap up work um, from the last two years. And this is one yeah. of them. And this was, this was actually something that I inherited from um, trustee Rikus. Yeah. And this was, was his baby too. And, and this was an interesting one. And let me tell you, very educational to learn about design. I feel like style. as a realtor, this kind of like came in handy to know all this it, stuff. It too. did. It definitely is, is good to know. And it's, it, it kind of fit in with some of the books that I was reading about community development yeah, yeah, urban and about plan, yeah, urban, urban planning and the best use of land and how to how to build it out and not end up with the Hodge ginormous Hodge. ginormous cul-de-sac subdivisions of the 90s and hey man sorry i i lived I, in them too i live in one of those <laughs> next up is habdab so as we talked about habdab is the the dirt fill project out on we winchester yep, yep we talked about it so since we did the hearings now we have to bring it back and handle the, the motions related to the petition. So next up was the Sheldon Wood subdivision. Uh, this is the one, the Pulte development out by Target. I love these houses. Yes. They're gorgeous. Russ, get ready because we're moving because they said they would be up in spring of 22. Russ Denaro, we are moving spring of 2022. Got it? All right. Now that that's done, I don't think we need to talk about anything else. These houses are going to be beautiful. <laughs> no, so there there was quite a discussion between um, two attorneys. We actually jokingly counted up the number of attorneys in the boardroom last night. So was, many I lawyers think, in the boardroom last night. Was, I think, 10. Um, ten so we had a couple of attorneys from either side of Pulte and Ivanhoe Golf Club. Were the, yeah. They were there to discuss netting between the houses and the, the driving range yeah the houses and the driving range. this so is not a really our thing i'm not getting involved in my thoughts on that process they are continuing to talk pulte has offered seven hundred and four thousand dollars to help pay for yeah. the netting but this is a private issue thing it's it a, really should not it's between them and i would like them to figure this one out yes now. yep 
So anyways, we voted on their final plat of subdivision. Again, not a very big thing because we had already voted on the preliminary plat in December. This was just finalizing it up. And a plat does not even like give you that many details. It doesn't give you like what the houses look like or anything like that. It just is like, I feel like it's kind of like almost it's like a land blueprint, yeah. you know, it's of the, the land. Lines. Yeah. Yep. So super now, excited though that this is like full steam ahead. Ray asked for like a timeline and Pulte gave it to him and grand opening in the fall they're gonna put some models up and they think that there will be people moving in spring of 2022 russ russ next was public works committee and we discussed let's see the first one up was the fiscal year 2022 construction engineering service agreement for banbury so this is the um this is just the oversight right for the construction ob- yeah. observation yep so the the money to pay the company for Gawalt Hamilton to oversee the project for the road resurfacing. Right, yeah. Yep. Next, we did a couple of change motions. I won't go through those individually, but we're still finishing up the public works and engineering facility. And that was four motions. And that finished off the public works committee. Yep. Next up was finance. And that's all me. So I will take over that, I guess. I'm yeah, it's your world, taking man. over. Um, finance the fiscal year 2022 budget so we passed the motion to adopt the budget which is 57 million four hundred and seventy nine thousand eight hundred and seventy six dollars and that includes not only the annual capital improvement budget but also the five-year i'm sorry the fiscal year 22 annual budget and the five-year capital improvement budget i also see that kara has her hand up so i'm going to try to keep talking about the fiscal budget for as long as i possibly can the fiscal budget has Oh, I'm sorry. I was about to give you kudos. Oh, thanks. I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is down 9% from last year. Yes. A lot of that, though, is because of the stormwater project. Come on. It's a good thing. I'm not going to take credit. And and I'm not going to take credit for any of it because I do chair the committee, but it's our awesome staff that did the work. Fair, fair. But I thought that was good to highlight. Like, that we're down 9% in terms of expenditures. So I'm thrilled that we ended the last year with a million dollar surplus and that what is it we called? have like, a balanced up budget. Your bud- what is it? Tighten up your bootstrap? No, what is the term? I, I don't know. Bul- buckle tightening? Keep Belt going. T- I've got nothing. <laughs> what is it called when you're more. I think I'm just going to go with fiscally responsible. I know, but there's like a colloquialism for it. Is that a word? Colloquialism? It is. It is. You, but got, there's like you a... got that one, but you couldn't get the term. <laughs> what is it called? Not pull them up by your bootstraps. Tightening Tighten. the belt? Yes! Thank you. All that. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Okay, I have had two kids all day today. I am. This is late. My brain is... I got to go to work after this. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so we, we passed the budget. The budget is approved for the next fiscal year, and it is balanced. The next item was amending the rates for water service and sanitary sewers. So this this motion told us absolutely nothing. So we I actually kind of spoke on it just briefly to clarify. So what this yeah because does, it was super misleading because if you just read the motion, it looks like we're messing with people's rates. Right. Which at last week's meeting we said we weren't well, doing. And we are. We're taking away the fifty dollar deposit. Right. And if you've paid the $50 deposit, obviously you get that money back if you move out of Mundelein, which you should not do. But if you do, you'll get that $50 back. But new residents now don't have to to pay that. Uh, the next two items were our, 
our fiscal business that we handle every I'm trying to think of a word to say there, but the fiscal business that we handle at every board meeting, the AT and T separated bills for now. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. yeah. So AT and T bills was one thousand nine hundred and thirty one dollars and eighty one cents, and the full governing body bill approval was one million seven hundred and sixty two thousand six hundred and twenty six dollars and seventy nine cents. And um, every item that we pay, the village pays, is in this disbursement pending report for that um, period. Which is on and our website. You can always read it. On the village it. website. Yep. It's either in the board packet or it's on the finance page. Um, it's in both places and you can review all of those items, every single one of them. Next up was public safety. Uh, there was no motions. No. Um uh, police amazing Monday line is this weekend. It's a yes, it much is. smaller thing. The community is you going, I am. Me it's too. my favorite. Okay. So there are very little perks, if any, to being a trustee, right? You get a lot of like yelling and people like you did the wrong thing at you. Right. But the few things that I like, love, love, love about being a trustee besides like, you know, serving the community, minor details, but amazing Monday line, probably one of my favorite events. Um, Boo Bash. Community Days. The Parade. My favorite. But anyways, back to Amazing Monday Line. It's this weekend. Um, I'm going. Theo will be. This is his first time helping me. Yeah. So if you see a kid screaming and me just ignoring them, that's my kid. I'm. He lives a good life. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm hoping to bring Nick, depending on his track meet schedule. Um, he will also be the 15-year-old that's throwing a fit. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. they don't change. Four no. to 15. Okay, no, good. That's Perfect. about the same. Great. There was nothing else. Uh, uh, fire? No, fire didn't have anything. There was a fire yesterday in town. Mm -hmm. um, they post on their Facebook page about it. Uh, no one was injured. No no people, no animals, nothing. They were able to get out. So. It's my understanding not only was there a fire in Mundelein at that time, there was multiple fires in the surrounding area at the oh, same really? time. Yeah, so there was oh, a lot, lot of fire activity Well, I think the Monday. dry weather and the wind that we have is yeah. crazy, so... Anyways, we digress. Building committee, there was uh, no motions, no report, and uh, you're up. Transportation and infrastructure committee. Go. So there was a motion on it to talk about the multi-use path, which is the path along 176. Um, the motion was for like a million, 1.3, So the motion was allowing us to issue the contract for $1.1 million. However, we are only spending... 875 875 and the rest is idot's responsibility or the state is handling so um that was you know the only complexity with that and then there was the 2020 street and improvement construction change order yes which i even forgot that i did that last night but, yeah yeah it was late it was really late and actually point. at the end of this i just like sat there because i was like oh, i'm done and the mayor was like trusty lambert do you have anything else Tr trusty lambert and i was like <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah i'm still here nope that's all i got tonight so moving on with the agenda other reports there were none under the omnibus vote items we um we granted the twenty five thousand dollar request to mundelein community connection which we've we've done the last few years and, and they really need it this year their fundraiser their big yeah. fundraiser the craft beer festival got canceled for the year so i am hoping 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 we have other events for the summer correct um, under the village administrator report, I have my notes around here somewhere. He gave but... an update on the outdoor dining program, which ends this week. Oh, no, the outdoor dining will continue into the next fiscal year. I think it was year. 16 businesses, 14,000. Yes. And then the utility 
was bigger. Was a bigger thirty thirty businesses. Sixteen thousand. It was a larger number, but a lot of businesses had utilized utility assistance grant, but less good. than allotted. Yes, by yes. far less. And so the dining program will continue into fiscal year twenty two. Um, the utility grant program will expire at the end of the year. After that, we um, there was no report from the village attorney, nothing from the village clerk, and we recessed into executive session, also known as the double secret squirrel session. And uh, yeah, you never heard that one? No. Oh, yeah. Um, to discuss land acquisition or sale of property and to discuss um, minutes. minutes from executive session. Yeah. Um, we came out of that. No we action. Weren't, we weren't there that long. No uh, action. No action. And then we went home. And, yeah, we adjourned the village board meeting and, and we scurried. Yeah, it was it 1130. Was, it was way past my bedtime. Yeah, it was late. It was a late night. Anything so, else you want to add? No. No? No, I got nothing. We'll see you guys next. No, I got a question for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I saw this on one of the Mundelein Facebook groups. Favorite Mundelein area dessert. Go. I, I already mean, know your answer. What's it going to be? I'm going to write it down. Hold on. I don't have a pen. <laughs> what's yours? You don't know mine. I bet you don't know mine. No? No. Okay. What's yours? Um... I love the cinnamon rolls at Area Coffee. The gluten-free ones? Those are good, but I like the other ones. Okay. Um, extra gluten. Extra gluten. Yeah. No, those are those are amazing. Uh, honorable mentions, Karina's and Lalu's. Their donuts are... Their donuts are but that's solid. not really dessert. That's a breakfast That's breakfast, item. for sure. Come on. Okay. My favorite dessert in Mundelein, the cheesecake from Taste of Paris. Mm. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna butcher it. I don't know how to say it. The Millie Philly Philly Millie. It's the it's the cream with the puff pastry. Oh, I Taste don't know. of Paris does it right. Oh my gosh. Taste of Paris cheesecake. So when I was pregnant mm -hmm. during COVID last year, as, yeah. as we're in lockdown, my Mother's Day present, Russ special ordered a chocolate chip cheesecake from them. Oh. Oh, it was so good. Honorable mention, of course, the Denaro family, which is my husband's name. Uh, the Lambert DeNaro family, I guess we're split name. Uh, big fans of Tony Cannoli. So Theo. That's where I thought you were going. Well, Theo goes to Tony Cannoli every Friday. And right. he loves Tony. So. Who doesn't? But he really just loves Tony. And like our gender reveal for our baby was a cannoli. I mean, we love Tony Cannoli. But the cheesecake from Taste Paris. So I think I'm going to change my answer after this conversation. To what? The tiramisu. From? At, um, oh my gosh. Loretta's. Oh, is it good? Oh, Have yes. you ever had Loretta's donuts? No, I see them on the website Bro. and on the Facebook, but I... They I will, they're yeah. good. They will change your mind. Oh my they gosh. are so good. They're Loretta's chocolate donuts. Loretta's tiramisu amazing. Okay, now I'm hungry. Yeah, right? Okay, and no one's listening at this point. They should. <laughs> Russ is at the gym. Lift it up, man. Right? If you're still working out. You're still working out? Good on you. <laughs> my husband listens to this while he works out, if anyone's still listening. So. Is that how he gets all of his Mundelein news? You, yeah. you won't talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right. Until next time. Have a good week, you guys. Enjoy yeah. the weather. Enjoy the nice weather, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.